Hi friends, it's Pastor Drew Wilkerson from Bridgewater Church. Hey, thanks for stopping by this podcast. It's our prayer that as you listen, God will speak to your heart and you will feel inspired and you'll learn new things that will help you in your daily walk with God and just in life in general. So again, thanks for stopping by and thanks for listening. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Bridgewater Church Online. I'm Pastor Drew, and it's exciting to be with you in the first series of the new year called Keep Knocking. We're talking about prayer, and we need prayer to help us get ready for the year that is in front of us, actually, the year that we've already started to experience. And I was thinking about a time when my oldest daughter, Melissa, was about eight, and uh, we were at Friends, and it was uh, cold. It was bitter cold when we decided to go out and get in the car. Kay looked at me and she said, why don't you go warm the van up? Because our smallest, we have uh, an infant. And uh, Mary had, I don't think Mary was just a few months old. And uh, I heard these words, go out and warm up the van. So I did the guy thing. I ran up the stairs from the family room we were in, no coat, grabbed the keys, and I started the van. Well, of all things, I had locked myself out of the house. And so I started knocking. And I said, hey, somebody let me in. And I was knocking and knocking, but everybody was in the basement. And I'm knocking on the door, knocking on. All of a sudden, I see this little face. It's Melissa. And she comes up and she goes, Dad, is that you? I said, honey, it's your dad. Just open the door and let me in. And so then she ran the other way. She went to the top of the stairs and yelled at her mother, Mom, I think Dad's outside. And I'm like, Melissa, let me in. And I'm knocking and knocking. And all of a sudden, I hear Kay coming up the stairs. Melissa, is that your dad? And she goes, I think it is. And Kay said, let him in. All of a sudden, the door opens. And there's this little beautiful face that says, Hi, Dad. Want to come in? I was frozen. I, I wanted to be upset, but all I could do was laugh. And I realized something. When you keep knocking, you can find a way for someone to answer the door. Isn't that what Jesus said? Jesus said, knock. We've got to ask, seek, and knock, and the door will be open. And that's why I love this series, Keep Knocking. Now, think about it. Our theme is in Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Let me read that for us. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. We started with keep knocking and rejoice always. Last week we talked about keep knocking and pray continually. Today, I want to go to another dimension of prayer, and I want to uh, give you three acts of faith. Now, now, just stop and think about this for a moment. Anytime we pray, it requires faith. 
Now, the beautiful thing is Jesus said we only need the faith of a mustard seed. Well, that's itty-bitty. But it does require faith on our parts to believe. I want to give you three acts or actions of faith that we need when we pray, and it's going to empower us to keep knocking and give thanks constantly. I'm going to take just that phrase, that, that part that Paul wrote that said, give thanks in all circumstances, and we're going to break that down. So let's start with the first action or act of faith. Here it is. Pray and be thankful. Pray and be thankful. The word thankful means to be grateful, and it also means to actually give thanks. Now, what I want to focus on is this idea in the Greek language when Paul was writing it wasn't just an action of doing like giving thanks. It was even more than that. It was being in your very core. You are being, I am being grateful for all that God has done for us. We need to really hone in on this for a minute. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe that all of the blessings that you have in life are from God? If you don't, that's okay. I want you to know if you're searching, maybe you're seeking God, perhaps you've been burned. You've been burned by life and you don't think that God is the author of all good and perfect gifts. But I want you to know that's where I'm coming from. I'm coming from the place that I believe that God is the author of all things. He's the creator of all the good and perfect gifts and blessings that I am experiencing in my life. And that's why Paul says, if we have that kind of attitude that God is the source of all of our blessings, we must not only give thanks, we must be grateful. Here's the struggle I think we have. In all of life, the reason that so many people get turned off from God is because at the root of our prayers, our struggle is about us, not about God. We're missing what Jesus did when he told the disciples, and, and actually he instructed the disciples, and he said this, when you pray, you should pray this way. Begin with, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Now, let me put this together for us. If when I begin to pray, my first focus is on what I need God to do for me, I'm really not grateful. I'm really not in this place where I am grateful to God and I'm seeking God in, in, in all the ways that God wants to fill and empower my life. In other words, if I just want God to hear me and answer, it's, it's more like going through a cafeteria, a cafeteria line and I've got my tray and I'm, I'm picking out the things that I want. That's why Jesus said, don't start your prayers that way. It's all right to come and be honest and truthful to God when we pray, but to set the stage, to get our hearts right, to be grateful, we must hallow God's name. The idea is to be holy and reverent in God's presence. 
And this is why Paul begins with this first act of faith. He says, pray and be thankful. We need the right attitude when we come to God in prayer. Actually, think about this. We've got to get pride out of the way. Pride is the, I think, the motivator behind all sin. It says me first. I want what I want. Give me what I deserve, God. I even think that some people start out praying with a grateful heart, but when they're disappointed and they haven't really hallowed God's name and been reverent before God, then when things begin to move in a direction that's unexpected, things begin to happen that, that we don't know what we're going to do next, our struggle begins to be that the focus is on us. Paul says, prayer will never work that way. Are you, are you really grabbing this? Prayer will never work this way when our focus is on me first. Instead, we have to pray and be thankful and have a reverent attitude that God is the source of all things. In fact, Bible teacher M.R. DeHaan, he was the co-editor for a little pamphlet, a devotional called Our Daily Bread. He said this, The most cheerful people I have met with few exceptions have been those who have had the least sunshine and the most pain and suffering in their lives. He writes, The most grateful people I have met were not those who had traveled a pathway of roses, all their lives, but those who were confined because of their circumstances to their homes, often to their beds, and they had learned to depend upon God as only such Christians know how to do. Now he goes on to say this, the gripers are usually, I have observed, those who enjoy excellent health. The complainers are those who have the least to complain about. Faith action number one. It's very simple. Pray and choose to recognize God as the source of all blessings. And don't just be, be willing to give thanks. Be grateful in your heart and in your mind. Let's do the next action. Pray and be thankful constantly. Pray and be thankful constantly. I, I love studying the Word of God. I hope you do too. And this is where, when you dig into the Greek language that would have been uh, the, the common language that Paul was writing from, we find two words, in all. It actually comes from the Greek word en, which, are you ready for this? It's pronounced in. En in the Greek is in. And it literally means in all. Here is what Paul says next. If we're going to keep knocking and give thanks constantly, we must be willing in all circumstances, regardless of time, regardless of place, regardless of the situation, in all things, we must be willing to give thanks. Now, let, let me try this out with you, okay? I want to fill in the blank. No matter what happens... In my family, I will give thanks to God. No matter what happens in my job, 
I will give thanks to God. No matter what happens in my church, I will give thanks to God. No matter what happens in my physical body, I will give thanks to God. No matter what happens in my relationships, I will give thanks to God. No matter what happens in my life, I will give thanks to God. Is that you? Is that me? Can we literally come before God and say, when I'm praying and I keep knocking in prayer, no matter what, I am going to give thanks. It doesn't matter what time in the day, what the season is in my life, no matter how things have worked out, when I am joyful, hey, that's the easy one, right? But what about when I'm sad, when I'm disappointed? What about when I'm angry or I'm mad? In all things. This is what Paul said. Pray and be thankful constantly. Elizabeth Elliot was a young woman when her husband was martyred by the Cua Indians in South America. Later in life, she wrote something that I'm still trying to wrap my heart and mind around. She said, it is always possible to be thankful for what is given rather than to complain about what is not given. One or the other becomes a habit of life. Do you know people that have the habit of complaining? Do you know the people that have a habit of making you think that they're uh, grateful but really, they've always got something to complain about behind the scenes. Please understand what we're talking about today. We all need to pray. We need to keep knocking. But when we keep knocking, we need to pray and be thankful. Not just give thanks, but be thankful in who we are. And we're to do that constantly in every situation. In fact, some of the most powerful prayers come when we are constantly giving God thanks and praise when we are at the lowest moments of our life. Which brings us to this third uh, act of faithfulness when we keep knocking. Pray and be thankful constantly. And Paul adds, in everything. The word everything in the Greek means at every event, for everyone, on every occasion, in every known and unknown occurrence that happens, in anything, we must pray and be thankful constantly in everything. Now, I know this sounds a little bit like the point we just covered, but it actually is extended by the Apostle Paul. Here's what he's saying. In all things, not just at all times and in all situations, but no matter what happens, I will be grateful. No matter what happens to me, I will have an attitude of gratitude. I know, it's a cliche, it sounds kind of corny, but I want to tell you a, a story. Kay, my wonderful and beautiful wife, many, many, many years ago, began to have migraines, and they were severe. 
they came out of nowhere. I think it was a season of, of stress that brought it on, but she was having migraines that were debilitating, and we had three young children. I can remember many times where Kay would go to the bedroom, and she would uh, just have to lay down in the dark until it passed. We went to a neurologist, and he gave her a medicine that really was devastating to her at the time. We didn't know it, but as, as she took this medication, one day she was so overwhelmed emotionally, and she didn't mean it, but she looked at me and said, I don't know if I love you anymore. It was, it was heart-wrenching. And I didn't know what to do. I felt helpless. And I began to pray. And I said, God, this can't go on like this. I need this woman. I need her back to health. I need her to, to have a, a breakthrough in all of this. And I found God prompting me in that season. No matter what happens, will you praise me? No matter what happens, will you be grateful? And to top it off, are you ready for this? Through various MRIs, looking for a problem, the doctor found a small tumor, benign, but he looked at Kay and said, this was another doctor, he said, if I ever have to operate on this, I'm, or if anyone ever has to operate on it, I'm not the one because it, it's the kind of tumor that would be so difficult to remove. It will probably kill you. I'm like, God, really? And, and I need to be honest with you guys. I was mad. I was disappointed. I was grieved. I, I'm, I'm doing all the things that Kay would do not as well as mom, she's trying to move through. I want to encourage her so many difficulties and problems. And every day, God said, can you be grateful no matter what? And I had to learn. I had to learn to keep knocking and give thanks constantly. And here's what I started to do. I started to thank God for the situation we were in. I started to thank God that Kay was able to do some things even with these migraines. I was thankful that God had put us together and that we loved each other for better or for worse. And one day we were back in the neurologist's office for a checkup. And I explained to the neurologist what was going on. He said, let me change your medication. And I know it's not this simple for everyone, folks. But within a week, the case whole demeanor changed. And can I tell you this? Within a couple of months, Kay was migraine-free. And within a year, she, has no she had no medication. And all these years later, her tumor's still benign. God is an incredible God. And I don't know how it happened. But I know that what Paul is teaching right here in Thessalonians is crucial. We have to pray and be thankful. Not just give thanks, but be thankful. We have to honor God and, and, and be reverent in his presence. We have to pray and be thankful constantly. 
in all things. And then we have to pray and be thankful constantly in every detail of life. Not just the ones that are easy, but especially the ones that are hard. And that's what it means to pray and keep knocking constantly. We have to rejoice always. We have to pray continually, but we must pray and give thanks constantly, no matter what. And this is my challenge to you this morning. Are you ready? I want you to think right now, before I pray, of two things you're grateful for. And I want you to think of two of the hardest struggles you're having right now that you can be grateful for. Okay, are you there? You got, you got this? Man, I love you. I know you've got this. You're, you're, you're always so willing to participate. You're amazing. Two things you're really grateful for. Those are the easy ones. Two things that are hard right now that you can be grateful for. And I'm going to pray. And as I pray for you right now, here's what I need you to do. I need you to start with being holy and reverent to God. Then we're going to give thanks for the two things that we're so grateful for. And then we're going to give thanks for the two things that we're struggling with. Now I'm going to do it for myself, but as I'm praying, will you pray your prayer with me? Let's go. God, you are holy and mighty. You are the God of all things. You are the God that created every good and perfect gift. And we come in your, to your presence with reverence because you are a holy God. And we're grateful. And I come thanking you today for two things. One, I thank you for my family. Not just my family members I live with and that I'm responsible for, but I want to thank you for this BWC family. My staff, my, my friends. I want to thank you for the Bridgewater Church family that even goes beyond those that attend our church, but have had parts of this ministry throughout time. I want to say thank you. And the next thing I want to thank you for, I want to thank you for my, my health. I've struggled with it some this year, but in, in the last year, but I am thankful for where I'm at with my health. But now, God, I want to thank you for two things that are a struggle. I want to thank you for the struggles and the difficulties that are making us more sensitive to one another during COVID. I want to thank you for that. I know it's kind of, it, 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 it's mind-boggling what we're experiencing, but I want to thank you for the struggles that are causing us to be more dependent on you during this season of COVID, the pandemic, the Delta variant, Omicron, and whatever is to come. And the other struggle that I give to you, God, I want to thank you for the struggle of trying to know what to do next as a leader of a church. 
where things are so different than they've ever been before. I want to thank you for those struggles, for the times that I don't know what to do and I turn to you. I know you're there, even if I don't know what to do next. And I'm so grateful for these things. Father, in the days ahead, please give all of us a sense of peace that passes understanding. And may you be glorified and praised. Help us to pray constantly and keep knocking. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you so much. You're incredible. Keep knocking. Don't just give thanks, but be thanks. Be grateful. And remember that you're not alone. Until we see each other again, take heart and be transformed. Hey friends, thanks for listening. And if you want to be a part of our e-family, then all you have to do to join us is click the link below and you can check us out on our YouTube page. You can also join us on social media. And if you'd like to support the ministry, then just click the link to give. We're so grateful for all of our partners and together we can do more than we can alone. So again, thanks to all of you for listening to this podcast and also thank you for helping us reach people around the world for Jesus Christ.